in church this morning. Thank God for what he's going to do for us. The God we serve is a mighty God. So we want to pray this morning for Rhonda Garson Church. We want to pray for one of Shelly's co-workers named Warren. We want to remember them. We want to pray for George Guy, Brother George Guy, Tim Hicks, Jimmy McKinley, Brother Struble, Guy Looper, and Vicki and Frank Burgess. They lost their son yesterday morning. We'll remember to pray for them, lift them up. But let's ask God to have his way in this service this morning. Hallelujah. God, we love you. We praise you, God, for your many blessings. God, you see every need that's here. Every position is promised. God, we ask you that Lord, how we'll worship. Thank you for your many blessings. Thank you for your great blessings. God, every need, every position. Thank you, God, because you're mindful of your people. Thank you, God. Be with us in every service morning. Bless Brother Lillian, Lord, as he brings the message, God. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The brothers would bring the offering pants, set them on the altar. We're going to have a good church. Glory. Brother Luper's going to come at this time. Let's help him preach. Preach to us, brother. Praise the Lord, everybody. Why don't we give the Lord a hand clap of praise today? Amen, 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 amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Now, why don't you keep clapping those hands and lift up your voice and praise God along with the hand clap today? Hallelujah, Jesus. Praise you, Holy Ghost. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. It's still a good place to be. Amen. Hallelujah. Good to see everyone that's in the house of God today. So thankful for God's goodness. His mercy and His blessings. Lord bless you. You can be seated for a few moments. And uh, good to have our guests that's here with Brother Gage today. Why don't we give them a hand clap? Glad that they're in the house of the Lord. And uh, we want to welcome everyone that's joining us on the Internet today. And uh, due to this uh, pandemic that's going on and the virus and everything, some people is not able to be in church, and we ask God's blessings and God's strength upon each and every member of this congregation, and uh, we are ready for this to be over. If God's waiting on me, I'm done with it, and uh, so we ask God's protecting hand. We know that there is a uh, an outbreak, and it seems like that it's just going everywhere. And uh, we pray for God's hand of protection and uh, God's mercy and His grace and uh, protect every one of us that are here today and everyone that is at home today, whatever you may be doing, that God's mercy and His grace be upon each of us. And uh, I know that there is some new orders that's come down on uh, from the government, I guess, the governor. And uh, suggesting and saying that everyone that needs to wear masks, but I understand from what I can understand the way I interpret it. So I just interpreted it this way that 
Churches are exempt from that. If you want to wear one, feel comfortable wearing one. If you don't want to wear one, uh, I think that's your right not to. So you do whatever you feel like uh, you want to do. And um, there's no criticism either way from me, and I want you to know that. And um, there's no criticism from me from those who have uh, chosen at this time uh, for the next couple weeks. Well, I guess it's been... A week and a half now, and until things calm down, uh, you make that choice. But uh, as of right now, uh, the church doors is going to remain open. And uh, if we have a problem, we'll address that a little later. And uh, we'll just deal with it. We're kind of kind of feeling through this. I've never been here. You've never been here. and uh, But God's still here, and that's the main thing. And so we are thankful for that. We want to remember to pray for those who are sick. There's a lot of folks that are sick. There's a lot of folks that are sick um, uh, across the country with this virus. Pray especially for Brother Strevel. Ask the Lord to give him a miracle from heaven. And I would also like to uh, give God praise today. Um, Billy James, my brother-in-law, was sick uh, with this virus. And uh, he had all the all the criteria to make it very uh, extremely dangerous, and um, he was in very bad shape and condition. And uh, Wednesday night, the Lord gave him a miracle, and uh, we are thankful for that. And he's doing better today. We praise. We ask God's mercy and His grace to heal Brother Strevel. Give him a miracle and a great man of God that is um, well respected and uh, needed across this country and to the apostolic movement. And we need God to perform a miracle in his body today. And we're thankful for what God has done for Sister McKinley. And we continue to pray for her, ask the Lord to uh, perform a miracle in her body. Brother Dale had a procedure I think day before yesterday, I believe, and uh, asked the Lord that that will work uh, for him and God would give him a quick recovery and heal his body completely. And our prayers are with Sister Sheila today, lost her dad, and uh, we ask God to strengthen her and uh, touch her today. And for, uh, I guess most of you have already heard, that we had to cancel youth camp uh, due to this uh, situation that we are facing with the virus. And uh, so our local church will be doing uh, things the week of youth camp starting starting on the 19th, which is Sunday. Brother Marks will be here with us that weekend. And uh, we're going to have different activities scheduled through the week for our young people and those who would like to get involved. I know some of you have t- already taken off for youth camp and cannot get out of that. So you're welcome to join up with us. This is, a, I guess, just a, just a substitute for youth camp. And we're going to do our best uh, to have a great time. And I know the kids are are devastated because youth camp, I think, this is the first time in 50 years uh, that youth camp has been canceled completely. 
And uh, so we take this very seriously. I think youth camp is a very big part of our young people's survival in this day and hour that we live in. And uh, so we want to do our part to, um, to fill the void that is left there due to us canceling youth camp. And so we will be doing that. We'll have more information on what will be going on. But we do know already that Brother Marks will be here the 19th. And uh, looking forward to that. And a great time in the Lord. And uh, But we're thankful for God's hand of protection this weekend. And uh, I don't know about where you were or what you were doing. But where I was and what I was doing, it was very, very crowded. Uh, yesterday and, and, uh, Friday evening. I tell you, the Lord is just good to us. And the Lord knows how to be good to His people. I was out Friday evening and, and, uh, I was down at the water's edge and I was taking care of a problem, uh, with a piece of equipment there. And, uh, all of a sudden, man, God knows that I love chocolate chip cookies. And out of nowhere, out of nowhere, a boat pulls up and they're holding a bag of homemade chocolate chip cookies. And God just right before a storm, right before a storm, He delivered me something to go in the house and drink a cup of coffee and have a good time eating those chocolate chip cookies. So God's good to His people. Amen. And uh, so, uh, you know... You say, oh, God didn't have anything to do with that. God had everything to do with that. Because if it was not for God, I wouldn't be in church. And if I wasn't in church, I wouldn't know Brother John and Sister Lisa. And they wouldn't know me, so God would never deliver those chocolate chip cookies. So it all goes back to church. It pays to be in the church. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. I want to do my best to give to you what I feel like. The Lord has laid on my heart for this service today. If you have your Bibles, if you want to stand for the reading of the Word of the Lord, I know we're kind of streamlining services. Um, we have streamlined everything about service except the long-winded preaching, and we kind of extended that. But I'm going to try not to be as long as I was last Sunday, but I do feel like the Lord just kind of dropped a thought in my heart and my spirit for us today, and uh, I want to share it with you the best I can. St. John chapter number 8, St. John chapter number 8, reading verse number 32, and uh, we'll read there and I'll try to start with what I feel like the Lord has laid on my heart. The Bible says in verse number 32, And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Now they answered and said, we're Abraham's seed. We've never been in bondage, never in bondage to any man. And how sayest thou ye shall be made free? It's amazing how confused people get. Now, they're of Abraham's seed, and they're telling Jesus that they have never been in bondage to any man. Seemed like they were in bondage over 400 years to the Egyptians. Seems like at this present time they are 
being afflicted by the Roman Empire. And Jesus tells them that, answered them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, whosoever committeth sin is a is the servant of sin. Who committeth sin is a servant to sin. Whom you lend your members to obey, servants ye are. Verse number 36 again says this, If the Son therefore shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. If the Son therefore shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. It feels good to be free today. Amen. Put your Bibles down. Let's lift our hands toward heaven and ask God for His help today. God, we love You today. We thank You, Lord, for this opportunity that You've given us together to worship and to praise and to magnify Your great name. I pray, God, that You would anoint Your Word, that You would anoint Your Messenger, that You would anoint me, God, to deliver Your Word just like You want me to. I pray, God, that You would anoint Your people today. God, to hear, to receive, and to respond to Your Word that we would be the people of God that You have called us to be. And everybody said, in Jesus' name, clap your hands unto the Lord. Shout unto God with the voice of triumph today. Hallelujah, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Lord bless you. You may be seated. Now, if you feel, uh, I, I like a pulpit because I kind of get my footing here and I try to hold on to the pulpit while I'm preaching. And I was looking under here the other day and I hold my hands in the same spot all the time and I've wore the finish off out from under here where my fingers has been gripping the pulpit. But today it serves as a two-fold purpose. They say that the pulpit is here. The reason why we have a pulpit is to pull people from the pit. So we hold on to it and we pull somebody. That's the reason why we don't have those little flimsy stands. You can't pull anybody out of a pit with a flimsy stand. Personal opinion. But anyway, uh, but today... I've been on a boat for the last few days, and I'm kind of rocking back and forth, so I'm trying to hold on to it for two reasons today. But uh, as as we all know, um, I assume that we all know, I hope that we all know, maybe some of the generation, the younger generation may not know because they really don't spend a lot of time thinking about history, but we celebrated a great event yesterday. And uh, it wasn't just eating watermelon and cooking barbecue, but it was a birthday celebration of birth and a nation declaring their independence in 1776, July the 4th. It's a day that we celebrate uh, the Declaration of Independence. 244 years old, this great country, and I am so glad that I am an American today. Amen. And uh, I was, you know, there's so many disturbing things that are going on in the world today. 
And uh, so many things that make you scratch your head and wonder, Lord, how much longer can we last with things going on like it is today? I was, I was just skimming over the news this morning and I was looking at the murders that happened this weekend. And, uh, it's just amazing that that people are so messed up and so fouled up and so confused and deranged in their mind and in their spirit that they would take a gun or an automobile or something like that and to take someone else's life. It does not make a lot of sense to me, but it's people living without hope and uh, really don't have a future before them. But I was... I was kind of lifted up in my spirit yesterday as we were out on the lake and I looked at people flying the American flags and and uh, celebrating the country that we live in. For some, it seems to be offensive for what reason I cannot understand. And it doesn't make a lot of sense to me why someone would be offended by an American flag or someone being proud of their country. But but we're living in a crazy, crazy society. And I, I've heard of businesses, and there was a business a few months ago that that they were trying to get up a petition in the city to make them remove the American flag from flying over their business. Deemed that it was too large and... and uh, and all of these crazy things, and and I, I I, uh, I try not to get too political, but I do get political, and I understand that. But but I am thankful that that God allowed me the opportunity to be born and raised in the greatest country that has ever been known to man. And so it kind of, with all of that going through my mind, kind of give me the thought that I have to preach to you today or to share with you today whatever, whatever way God seems necessary to get across to you the message that God has for you today because I do feel that God has a message of hope, that God has a message of deliverance, that God has a message of Revival to each and every person that is here and to every person that is listening today. We cannot live in doom and gloom. That's not God's plan for His church. As I preached last Sunday, no matter what's going on in the world today, it's a good time to be part of the church. Amen. It's no time to get out of the church. But it's time to get all up inside the church. Amen. Amen. I, I, I listen to those prophets of doom and gloom. If this is the end of the world, so be it. There's a better place awaiting me if I stay in the church. Amen. If this is the time of the coming of the Lord, it's a time that I'm going to be excited and and glorify and magnify God because He's promised me a better place. 
Amen. Amen. He said, I am going away to prepare a place for you that where I am, ye may be also. And wherever Jesus is at, that's exactly where I want to be at. Amen. Hallelujah. But, but I, I was reading and, and looking at, we have all heard about the Declaration of Independence. And uh, probably some can quote part of it. I don't know. Maybe somebody in here today can quote all of it. I don't know. But but there are certain parts of it that has that has been recited over and over and over enough to where when you hear that line or that phrase, you automatically know that that was part of the Declaration of Independence. And what I want to talk to you about today for the next few moments is the day that I declared my independence. The day that I declared my independence. The Bible says in John chapter 8 and verse number 32, it says, And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And then it tells us in verse number 36, If the Son therefore shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. Amen. I, I was reading a little bit, looking at the, uh, the Declaration of Independence that was put together by a bunch of great, great men. I know there's a lot of contrary thoughts and opinions about that. Not perfect men, but great men. And I, I, I believe that these great men were led by God. Not that they were all Christians and done everything right. But I believe that God can lead people. Amen. I believe that God can instruct people to do the right thing and make right decisions. And that's the reason why... I believe that God can instruct judges that will listen to God. Supreme Court justices that will listen to God. Not because they're godly and Christian people, but because they fear God. Amen. And they, they try to do the right thing. It tells us that, that the dissolve of political bands which have, uh, have contradict or come against another party. It tells us that, that in the Declaration of Independence, what they were searching for that they did not want to be held back from was the, the ability to have life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. It says that history of the present king of Great Britain is a history of repeated injuries uh, to the people that he was ruling over. It says that we are tired, in other words, of tired of you imposing taxes on us without our consent. It says that these colonies are and of right ought to be free and independent states that they are 
a vote from from the uh, allegiance uh, to the British crown. Amen. These men risked their lives. They risked their future. They risked their wealth to sign the Declaration of Independence. And why in the name of the Lord should we tear down all history that tells us of what these great men have done to, to, to put this great country together? Amen. What the king of Britain was doing to the colonists were the same things that the adversary of our soul does to each and every one of us. The Bible tells us in St. John chapter 10 and 10 that the thief cometh but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. That's what the adversary, from the very beginning of time, man came into the world. There was an adversary that was in the Garden of Eden trying to deceive, trying to ruin, trying to wreck, and trying to destroy mankind. Amen. So man falls into sin. And from that period on, there has been a a governing force that has controlled mankind because the Bible tells us that you are born and shapen in iniquity. And then it commands us and it tells us that the devil is a thief, that the devil is come to steal, that the devil comes to destroy. But the good part is that the Bible does not leave us without hope. But he said that I am come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. Amen. So what the devil has come to oppress, the devil has come to destroy. The devil has come to start depression. And I want to tell you today, there is a spirit of depression in this world that we are living in today. There is a spirit of oppression that you look at the doom and the gloom and there's no sunrise coming up and there's no light at the end of the tunnel. I want to tell you that's the adversary of your soul. God did not create you to be depressed. God did not create you to be down and out. God did not... God did not create you to be scooping the dirt up with your bottom lip. Amen. But you need to realize it's time that you would declare your independence from the adversary of your soul. Amen. 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 So here we are in in John chapter 8. John chapter 8 is a large chapter. It deals with a lot of different things. And it starts out uh, with 
the woman that was found in adultery, that she was brought to Jesus and she was found in one place, the Bible says, in the very act of committing adultery. And they brought her to the feet of Jesus. She was oppressed. She was bound. She had a problem. She had an adversary of her soul that when she would try to climb up, that the devil would knock her back down. That when she would try to lift up her head, the devil was always there telling you, you don't have a right to lift up your head. Why? Because she was oppressed by the adversary. But when they brought her to Jesus thinking that she would be condemned, amen, Jesus had another thought for those Pharisees there. And He picked her up off of the ground. And He said, neither I condemn you. But He offered her forgiveness. He offered her another chance. I want to tell you today, church, there is a God that is in this place today that is here to give you another opportunity, another chance, here to give you hope, here to give you strength, here to give you peace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. But what you've got to do... I, I, I look at I look at people today that are oppressed by the devil. There is people that are bound by alcohol. They are oppressed by the devil. There are people that are bound by cigarettes. They are oppressed by that thing. Amen. There are people that are bound by drugs. They are oppressed by the drug that has got a hold of them. Amen. What I am trying to tell you today. It's time for somebody, no matter what you are going through in life, no matter what the devil is holding over the top of your head, if it's your past, if it's your present, or if it's your future, it's time for you as an individual to stand up and say, I am declaring my independence from this adversary that is trying to control me. I've got a major up mind. I've got a made up mind. Today is my help. Today is my strength. Today is my comfort. Today is my peace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. But we live in a time where people want freedom from the adversary. But that's all they want is freedom. But when you have freedom from something, you have got to pledge your allegiance to something better than what you are leaving behind. The Bible tells us this very plainly, that when the evil spirit has gone out of a man, that evil spirit travels trying to find another place to abode and another place to take up his residence, another life to control, another life to be a, 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 a dictator of. Amen. And when he can't find another place, he comes back to that same place and he finds it swept 
and it's garnished. And he goes and gets seven other spirits more foul than wicked than himself. And he comes back and he dwells in the house from whence he was kicked out of. That's the reason why when God forgives you and when God has mercy on you, you have got to leave that world behind and you have got to pledge your allegiance to Jesus Christ. You have got to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. You've got to be filled with the Spirit. You've got to be baptized in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. We are not careful today in serving God. We are like a bunch of people in this society that we live in. In this great country that we live in. They like the freedom. They like the money. The prosperity. The houses. What it gives you. What it provides for you. But then they don't want to pledge an allegiance to it. Amen. They like everything that's coming to them, but they don't want to be dedicated and consecrated to it. Is it perfect? No, it's not perfect. Amen. Is everyone in the church perfect? No, everybody's in the church is not perfect. But the church is perfect. Amen. Because it was created by the perfect one. It was purchased by perfect precious blood. You've got to dedicate to it. Amen. You've got to submit to it. You've got to say, this is it. I am going to dedicate and consecrate to God. But free spirits, free spirits. Oh, I'm an, I'm an independent thinker for whatever in the world that is. I'm a, I'm a, what, libertarian for whatever that is. I'm this, I'm that, I'm a Democrat, I'm a Republican, I'm this, I'm a conservative, I'm a liberal. Amen. Hope you got all that straight. If you don't, come to me after church and I'll tell you how to straighten it out. But, but I'm this. I'm, I'm just thinking independently. I don't have anything, I don't have anything controlling the way I think. That's dangerous. I don't want any input. I want to come up with it on my own. So what if I come up with the great idea that two plus two equals five? It's just the way I see it. It's the way I want it to be. I'm just an independent thinker, but it does not change the facts. So it doesn't matter how independent you are in your thinking. There is some facts you have got to turn away from and you have got to commit to. You have got to walk away from and you have got to walk to. Amen. You've got to get away from this and get a hold of this. If you want to declare your independence from your addictions today, you need to pledge your 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 life. Amen. To a God that is able to give you freedom, a God that will give you peace, a God that will give you hope, a God that will give you joy. 
If you're not happy today, if you're not happy today, and you don't have peace today, and you don't have strength today, you just don't know the God that I know. Amen. If you walk through life miserable down and out, a wretch, and not not seeing any hope, or never seeing a sunrise, but you just see the sun setting. You don't know the God that I know. Amen. Because the God that I know was a God yesterday. He's the God of right now. And He's going to be the God of tomorrow. But I tell you what happened to me when I was down and out and corrupted by sin. When I did not have no hope or no peace within. Amen. I got away from that. I got away from the adversary. And I said, God, forgive me. I want to declare my independence from that. And I want to declare my allegiance to you, God. I want to submit my will, my way, my walk, my path, my thought process to you, God. And God changed my life. As the song says, a loser without direction. I had no hope. I had no peace. I had no joy. I was on a fast track to nowhere. And a lot of you were on that same road. Amen. You are being dictated like a little pawn by the hand of the adversary. You didn't go where you want to. That's what people say. I want to get away from church where I can do what I want to, when I want to, and how I want to. No, no, no. That's not the way that it happens. You get away from church and you get away from God and you allow something else to dictate who you are, what you drink, how you look, and how you act. But I want to tell you today that there is a way to break out. There's a way to get help. There's a way to get hope. You're going to find it at an old-fashioned altar of forgiveness that you say, God, here I am. I'm tired of being bound. I'm tired of being down. I'm tired of being out. God, I turn my life over to you, God. I wish some some way somebody in this house today would get made up in your mind and in your spirit. I'm declaring my independence from this day forward. When I walk out of this church, things are going to be different than it was when I walked in. Amen. Things are going to change in my life. My attitude's going to change. My spirit's going to change. My outlook's going to change. My thought process is going to change. What I drink is going to change. How I act is going to change. How I talk is going to change. How I walk is going to change. Why I'm tired of the devil dictating my life. I'm tired of the devil telling me who and what I am and who and and what I can be. Amen. I want to tell you, you've listened to the devil long enough. God is here to help you. God is here to provide a better way for you. God is here to pick you up. God is here to turn your life around. 
We're tired of being taxed without our consent. We're tired. We're tired of a British king ruling over us and not caring about us. Murdering. Destroying. Are you tired of the sin costing you far more than you ever agreed to pay? Are you tired of sin dictating who you are and what you are? Are you tired of not having a say-so in the matter? Are you tired of thinking that you're going to do such and such, but the devil says, oh no, you just think you're going to do that. Are you tired of saying, I'm done with alcohol, and then find yourself turning into the same liquor store or beer joint? Are you tired of finding yourself saying, I'm done with cigarettes, and then all of a sudden finding yourself at the same counter, handing over your hard-earned money for something that is dictating and dominating and destroying your life? Are you tired of waking up in the morning and seeing all the evil in the world and looking at the doom and gloom and saying there's just no hope in sight? Are you tired of seeing everybody's faults and everybody's failures and everybody's shortcomings and never seeing any good in anything today? I come to tell you today, if you're tired of it, God wants you to sign the letter of your independence. It's going to cost you some friends. It's going to cost you some things in life. Oh, but what it costs you, what it costs those men that day, what it cost those men that day. Look what we're able to have. Look what we're able to enjoy. Look what we're able to do today. Because some people made up in their mind, I claim my independence. Why don't you claim your spiritual independence today? Why don't you claim your spiritual joy today? Why don't you take your spiritual marker and sign my name to it? Billy Bob Jones. This day, July the 5th, 2020. Be it known to the devil and all of his imps. I claim my independence. I'm no longer bound to sin. Why? Because Jesus set me free. The Bible said, If the Son therefore shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. I come in bound, but I'm going out free. I come in down, but I'm going out up. I come in with my head hung low, but I'm going with my head held high. Why? Because I'm signing my name to the Declaration of Independence. My spiritual independence today. I'm free in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! 
Amen. Some of you in this place today, and some of you listening today, since it's happened back in March, of course it happened long before that, that's just when they decided to start doing something about it. Amen. When this happened, it changed your whole atmosphere. Your whole atmosphere and your atmosphere just turned into fear. It changed your attitude. It changed your outlook. Oh, oh no. Like the little cartoon guy that walks around with the cloud on top of his head all the time. No matter where he's going, it's raining. No matter what he's doing, it's raining. No matter what's going on, it's raining. I get over here, it's raining. I get over here, it's raining. I get over... Why don't you figure something out? It's not everybody else. Amen. But what you need to figure out is, today is a day. I didn't even come to church expecting today. I didn't come to church even expecting to get what I'm about to get. Some of you haven't danced in so long, you don't even know what it feels like to dance. Some of you hadn't shouted hallelujah and lift your hands in so long to pull your chin up in so long, you forgot what it feels like. But today, devil, I'm coming. Today, devil, I'm signing a letter. Put my name to it. I'm putting a stamp of approval beside it. I'm getting my joy back. I'm getting my peace back. I'm getting my hope back. I'm getting my victory back. I'm getting my deliverance back. I tell you what I want everybody to do right now. I want I want everybody to just kind of scoot over just a little bit. Leave this center open right here. We got plenty of time. It's just now 11 o'clock. Amen. If you do real good today, I might not preach a long time tonight. There's some of you that has been battling. There's some of you that's been going through depression. There's some of you that's in depression. There's some of you that's been battling with loss. There's some of you been battling with spirits from hell that is tormenting your mind, that is tearing you apart. I want to tell you today, God has sent you a message of hope, a message of deliverance. A message of victory. Some of you has been battling with pornography. Some of you has been battling with, with movies. Some of you has been battling with alcohol. Some of you has been battling with cigarettes. Some of you has been battling with lying. Some of you has been battling with stealing. Somebody has been battling with cheating. What else have I got that I hadn't named? Hey man, some of you has been battling with all kinds of things. Negative. And I want to tell you the majority of it's just negative. Looking across the church and you find something negative. God has come to set you free today, but you've got to sign your name. And if you want help, 
You say, oh, you're going to single me out. Those men that signed the Declaration of Independence were singled out. Do you really want deliverance today? If you really want deliverance, you make your way right here to the front. If you really want, don't wait on somebody else to come. If you really want deliverance and say, hey, I'm signing today. I'm getting away from this. And I'm committing my allegiance to something else. Oh, I'm worried about what somebody will think. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? It's your soul. It's your soul. It's your happiness. It's your peace. It's your strength. (laughs) Hallelujah. 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 Come on, pray, church. Come on, reach out to God, church. Come on, pray for somebody, church. Believe somebody, church. I come after my healing. I come after my joy. I come after my peace. I come after my deliverance. I come after my salvation. I come after my help. It's mine. It's mine. It's mine. It's mine. Come on, come on, come on. Pray until you shout. Pray until you dance. Pray until you worship God in the freedom of the power of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Holy Ghost power right now, God. Holy Ghost power. Holy Ghost power. Holy Ghost power, God. Holy Ghost power, God. Holy Ghost touch right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Do a word, do a word, do a word, God. 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 Holy Ghost power. Holy Ghost power. Holy Ghost victory. Holy Ghost touch right now. In Jesus' name. 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 Hallelujah. Now this is what happened. Now this is what happened multiple, multiple times in the Word of God. Now we prayed... We believe God to do it. How many believes God is going to do it? Amen. Now this is a deal. So many times we wait until we feel the glory and the power. And woo, woo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm looking for. But the Bible tells us in the Word of God, leap. For what? It didn't say leap because you got joy. It said leap for joy. When the children of Israel were marching around Jericho, it said shout not because the walls are come down, but he said shout because God had given you the victory. The devil's kept your dance long enough. The devil's kept your joy long enough. 
Just go ahead and shout for joy. Just go ahead and dance for joy. Just go ahead and lift your voice for joy. Just go ahead and worship Him and praise Him.
Hallelujah. Let's praise Him today. Let's worship Him right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody just shout, I'm taking it back. Come on, shout, I'm taking it back. Shout, I'm taking it back. I'm taking it back. I'm taking it back. Hallelujah. 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 Now as soon as you leave this place, this is what the adversary is going to tell you. You didn't feel it. You didn't get it. It's the same old thing. But you need to remind the adversary that I signed a declaration of my independence today. How do you think those men felt? Oh yeah, when they were in there with the group of them, they was all pumped up, ready to sign, ready to put their name to the dotted line. But how do you feel like, how do you think they felt when they walked out of there and they was at home by themselves? People showed up at their house. People showed up on their farms. People were taking away their wealth. How do you think they felt? But they signed their name to the dotted line. And they were willing to leave something to commit to something better. The devil's going to torment you. The devil's not going to leave you alone, but you've got to remind him. The Bible still says, I want you to, I want you to ask yourself, now let, let me ask you a question. John chapter 8 and verse number 36 says, If the Son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. Now, how many, how many believe that? Would you just raise your hand if you believe that? Now, if you believe that, if you believe that is true, don't walk out these doors and let the devil jump on you the same way again. And when you come in tonight, don't you come in the same way. If you've been walking like this, oh, I hadn't felt the power. I hadn't felt the glory. I hadn't been where I want to be. You sign the line. You don't go back and retreat. But when you come back, you start where you left off today. And say, I'm going to shout until I feel it. I'm going to worship until I feel it. I'm going to pray until I feel it. Amen. Job made up in his mind, though God slay me, yet will I trust Him. I may not get where I want to go right now, but I'm on my way. I'm on my way. Why? Because I've already signed my name to the line. I've declared it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. That's the first thing the adversary does when somebody receives a gift of the Holy Ghost. They're all feeling good. They're feeling happy and they walk out the door and here's the devil. You didn't get it. How many's got the Holy Ghost? How many's ever been told you didn't get it? How many's ever questioned, well maybe there have been sometimes you've done things that make you think you didn't get it. Amen. The devil's always, you didn't get it. You didn't get it. But you know what keeps it going? 
because of what I know. What I know that God did for me. And when you give in to that, you're doubting God. And you're doubting what God can do. And you're doubting what God will do. And God doesn't like doubt. God wants you to have faith in Him. Trust in Him. What you've asked Him to forgive you of, He forgave you. Let me tell you that. Let me tell you again. I know, I know I'm already done preaching, but I'm still preaching. Amen. This is, this is a lot of our problems. How long does it take to get forgiveness from God? We beat ourselves over the head. We allow the devil to beat us over the head. When God tells, tells one, He says, come before the throne of grace. <laughs> Boldly! Believing in the grace! And the mercy of God. Now that does not give you a license to sin. But what it does, it gives you a license to freedom from sin. That you don't have to be condemned. Condemnation is not of God. It's of the devil. Conviction is of God. When you do something, you say, oh man, that's bad. I shouldn't have done that. It makes you want to go repent. But something that's holding it over your head, condemning you, that's not God. That's the devil. When you get up from praying, you repent, and you feel that heavy weight, that's not God. I'm cutting your crutch off, breaking it in half, and I'm burning it right now, and you need to burn it and say, I'm not using that excuse anymore. God's forgiven me. I'm rising to walk in the newness of life. I'm a different person. I'm a different person. Amen. 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 There's a lot of people that don't believe in the grace and the mercy of God. But I'm here because of the grace and the mercy of God. And I believe in it and I love it. It's God's gift to us. Because without His mercy and without His grace... We would all be consumed and burn in a devil's hell. But because of His grace, I'm thankful for His mercy today. Amen. Lord bless you for being in the house of God today. Remember church tonight. Let's come back praying, expecting and believing the Lord for a great move of the Holy Ghost. I know some of you hadn't been social distancing up here, but whatever. But please try to. You can be dismissed in Jesus. Maybe God will forgive us for praying for one another, but He may not forgive us for shaking hands and hugging necks after church. Lord bless you. You can be dismissed.